Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 949-445-1119. Call now. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Make a stop at the KC Country Junction. Go to this place they call Country Junction. Country legends, all-time classics, and recent favorites all meet at kccountryjunction.com. Make your day a little bit country at kccountryjunction.com and overnight starting at 1 a.m. on KCAA 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, and 10.50 a.m. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and kccountryjunction.com. This message is from DNA Financial Group, a taxpayer advocacy group who can represent you before the IRS and help you resolve your IRS problems. On March 21, 2020, the IRS extended the tax day deadline from April 15th to July 15, 2020. This deferment of filing and paying applies to all taxpayers, including individuals, trusts, and estates, corporations, and other non-corporate tax filers, as well as those who pay self-employment tax. On March 25, 2020, the IRS launched its People First Initiative to provide financial relief for certain taxpayers. This initiative provides a blanket hold of enforced collections, including liens and levies, until July 15, 2020 for nearly all taxpayers, businesses, and individuals alike. This initiative also stops all installment agreement and offering compromise payments until July 15, 2020. Individuals and businesses in direct debit installment agreements are encouraged to contact their banks for stop payments. If you have submitted an offering compromise, the IRS is providing an automatic extension of time for approvals until July 15, 2020. This message is from DNA Financial Group. DNA Financial Group helps businesses and individuals resolve IRS problems. DNA provides an alternative to the impersonal approach of other IRS resolution firms. DNA will address your IRS problems with personal attention and creative strategies that will resolve your IRS issues. Call DNA Financial Group at 866-201-0156. DNA has a simple motto, your success is our success. Visit the DNA website at www.dnafingroup.com or call DNA at 866-201-0156. 
Willama Chiropractic reminds us that during this time of uncertainty, Willama Chiropractic in San Bernardino is still open for business and optimistic about the future of our community and encourages everyone to support your local businesses. Together, we will get through this. That's courtesy of your good friends at Lalama Chiropractic in San Bernardino and Fontana. Call 909-884-6677 for personalized attention and proven results. Lalama Chiropractic is on the air because they care about the families in our area. Call 909-884-6677. This segment brought to you by a really special story. Once upon a time, in a TV land far, far away, people used to perch clothesline-looking TV antennas on their roofs. Sometimes they used tinfoil, too. All was good, and the rest was free. People crowded around their TV sets, listening to the chimes and watching the peacocks. Then one day, video killed the radio star, and TV cable was born. And everyone started watching cable TV, but it wasn't free. In fact, it was expensive. Then one day, the FCC said all TV would be digital, and it would be free again over the air. 2, 2.1, 2.2, 2.2, and on and on. You can call 909-475-7787. That's 909-475-7787. Or you can log on to SoCalFreeTV.com. That's SoCalFreeTV.com. Here's the legend of Mountain Mike's Pizza. There's a tale the early settlers tell that while panning for gold just below San Francisco near the Redwoods, a unique discovery was made. Not just gold in the ground, but the golden smell of Mountain Mike's Pizza and their fresh homemade pepperonis. A taste the 49ers from all over California couldn't pass up. It was pizza from the mountaintop, pizza the way it ought to be. Since 70 ought plus 8, Mountain Mike's has been dishing up pizza dough rolled fresh daily using real whole milk mozzarella with mouth watering delicious fresh ingredients including their legendary crisp curly pepperoni that makes their pizza sought after like the gold of the 1800s. Now, Mountain Mike's has come to Redlands, located at the Redlands Packing House District near Sprouts. Feed your family for the holidays at mountainmikespizza.com or 909-335-1133. That's 909-335-1133 and discover this pizza gold for yourself. Google Mountain Mike's Redlands. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and my guest is Jolie Root, Jolie Root with Carlson, and Jolie is one of the regular contributors to the show, and Carlson, I always like to say, is my favorite fish oil company, and Carlson is a company with a lot of scientific breakthroughs, including the introduction of natural vitamin E, D-alpha decopherol plus the beta delta and gamma decopherols in 1965 by Susan Carlson, uh, the founder 
who is a registered pharmacist, and her dad, also a registered pharmacist. And the introduction of the natural vitamin E by Carlson in 1965 was a very important technological breakthrough when it happened, and Carlson continues to lead in their technology, their excellent supplements, including their fish oil. Jolie Root, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you so much, Josh. It's always great to be here with you. Thank you, Jolie. I enjoy having you on, and I find I get very good response. People are very interested in fish oils. Most people recognize how valuable fish oils are, but you always seem to have new information in which we find out that, that fish oils do things we didn't realize they do for us. So what are some of the new ideas you've been working with? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about eyesight and vision and how the omega-3s, and particularly DHA, but also sometimes the combination of the DHA, the EPA, and the very, very good omega-6 GLA can be so important for the health of our eyes. And the reason that I thought it would be timely to talk about this is because we're going through this uh, unprecedented event globally, the coronavirus and the pandemic. And one of the things that has happened as it has forced a lot of us to um, keep to our families and isolate and stay home as much as possible, and a lot of little kids got sent home from school, and there's so many debates raging about whether or not they should go back. But what happened with little medium-sized and even big kids, and a lot of us who work from home is that the use of computer screens and also just recreationally our, our, our smart pads, our cell phones has exponentially increased, exposing our eyes to light that they emit. It's blue light, and it's not great for the health of the eye. It can get right into the eye and damage this very sensitive nerve tissue that forms the retina, which gives us the sharpness and acuity of vision. So blue light exposure from the screens, the screen time, I heard somebody refer to this generation of adolescents as screen-agers yesterday, and I thought that was very clever. But this generation of young people might very well begin to have what we think of as age-related eye disorders much, much younger in life because of just this enormous amount, many, many hours a day spent in front of screens. So what is the omega-3 connection? And there are other nutrients, too, but look at the omega-3 DHA, Josh. That's the one that we think of that's so important for some of the brain function, uh, mood, a sense of calm, a sense of well-being, uh, the ability to sleep through the night, um, focus, concentration, long-term memory, short-term memory, so many things we could mention. And, Josh, it's the very thing that you noticed first when you increased your omega-3 intake. You remember telling me that story, right? Yes. Yes, I do remember it. It was really, I thought, really just 
remarkable how quickly the good effect of cognition, and I do see myself as a sharp person, I was just so pleased. But as I always mentioned, I was also vaguely embarrassed because I thought, well, why would I really need this? I'm such a careful person. Just goes to show you how much there is to learn, you know. <laughs> so that's all I can say. So much. Somebody said to me the other day that the reason that I was so enthusiastic about a career that I had been in for more than 30 years was that there was just an endless opportunity in this field to learn new information. And I thought that was really a good insight from someone that isn't in our field, but that's absolutely the case. There's so much to learn. So. Yes. With the brain, DHA is so supportive of all of those different realms of brain function. Well, the retina is really, to my way of thinking, the most external part of the brain. It's connected directly to the optic nerve, and it enables us to unscramble the light signals that come in through our eye and make them make sense to our brain. And the retina is, as I said before, vulnerable. And blue light, whether it's UVB rays and blue light from the sunlight, we know in the summertime we should be wearing blue-blocking sunglasses to protect our eyes from the very intense bright light on the very sunny days. But also the same kind of mishap can occur in the retina when we get too much screen time. And what happens is it's actually a breakdown of that tissue. And in the very center of the retina is a little part called the macula. And the macula is not very many cells thick, so it's easily damaged. But DHA combined with a carotenoid, lutein, which is in leafy green vegetables, things like kale and Swiss chard and spinach, and it's also in yellow foods. And, in fact, some of the industry lutein that is used in supplements is actually sourced from flowers, from marigolds. But lutein is a yellow pigment. Um, if you've ever had spinach, a bunch of spinach in the produce drawer in your refrigerator and you didn't, make it. You didn't cook it. Sometimes you'll notice that some of those leaves turn yellow. Well, what happens is the chlorophyll is damaged and the lutein is showing through. So dark leafy greens are also a very good source of this yellow pigment lutein. So lutein and DHA work together to restore those layers of cells in the macula and the, the scientific term is that they are increasing something called macular pigment optical density. And that can be measured by, there are some very sophisticated instruments that look into the eye and they can measure the thickness in the macula. And back in the early days of noticing some of the nutrients that support the eyes, there was a, uh, an erroneous... Um, concept that once the macula got damaged, there was no coming back from that. And indeed, beyond cataracts that are not treated, uh, the um, macular degeneration is one of the leading causes of blindness. But what we have noticed in the last 10 to 15 years is that if we really boost our intake of omega-3 DHA, and we also get 
a better intake of this carotenoid, lutein, and there it has some cousins, zeaxanthin and mesozeaxanthin. If we get those nutrients in place, we can actually rebuild the macula and improve vision in people that otherwise were beginning to have some deterioration of their eyesight because of this damage to the macula. But what we want to be very careful about... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. About at this time is that all of this additional time on our laptops, on our little, you know, tablet devices and our cell phones is not rushing a younger generation of people toward a visual impairment that otherwise is typically only seen in much older people. So we've got the advice that we need, which is that we need at least 800 milligrams of DHA daily and 20 milligrams of lutein for this macular degeneration question. Uh, there, uh, there are some other concerns also with sitting in front of computers all day. I don't know if you've noticed this, Josh, but if you sit at your laptop, you know how you can go down into the rabbit hole. You can start reading one health article, and it leads you to another one, and it leads you to another one, and you meant to spend five or ten minutes there, and you find that you've actually been sitting there for an hour and a half. And what happens when we're staring at those screens for longer periods of time is we don't blink. And our eyes become very dry. Now, where you are, it's the air is dry. And mm-hmm. so I bet that you encounter a lot of people that will tell you that they have dry eyes. Have you noticed that? I noticed that it seems to be a problem Dry eye seems to be a real problem with people, and the physicians give them artificial tears, which doesn't really seem to be the answer. And I really was not sure what the answer was, because it seems to be, sometimes it's caused by medication people are using, uh, sometimes former cancer patients have it. Uh, I've I've seen that there's a lot of the problem is really what I would use the term iatrogenic or physician-induced. Yes. In fact, I think that medication side effects are the leading cause of dry eye. Mm-hmm. Syndrome. I think you're absolutely right about that. So here's a potential solution. I have certainly seen it help a lot of people, and that is taking a combination of EPA and DHA, those are the omega-3s in the fish oil, along with some GLA, which can be um, black currant seed or borage oil or evening primrose oil. It's gamma-linolenic acid. And then you need some B vitamins like, like riboflavin. Um, but what that does is it enhances tear production. Oh. So what we want to do is enhance our natural tear production. But we also need to take breaks from the screen. We need to not spend hours upon hours of time staring at computer or, or tablet 
screens. We need to, you know, put them down and get up and go out and do some long focus, go out into nature and focus on things that are a little farther away and remember to blink. Um, There's just a dramatic reduction in the number of times that a person blinks in a minute if they're staring at a digital screen. So remembering to blink, thinking about it, taking some breaks from the screens, resting your eyes. Uh, You know, take a few minutes and do some deep breathing and close your eyes and let the natural tears form and bathe your eyes. And it can be really, really helpful um, and healing for your eyes. But those, the fish oils, which we think of for the heart and we think of for the brain and we think of to ease stiffness in our joints um, are also just so important for vision and for some of the, I think of it as wear and tear. You know, you think of osteoarthritis, it's wear and tear on the joints, but sometimes we forget that there's wear and tear on all of the other organs too, and particularly our eyes, and our eyes are so fragile. So it is very important for us to nourish them. Our, our guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson, known for their fantastic fish oil, and also the originators who brought us the first natural vitamin E, D-alpha-decopherol, plus the beta, delta, and gamma decopherols to the marketplace, so they have a lot of scientific firsts. Jolie, my question for you is, how much EPA, DHA do you suggest we use per day? Well, for adults, 2,000 milligrams. Remember that you get some of it from the food that you eat. And so, for example, if you have a salmon meal or some tuna twice a week, a four-ounce or so serving, that, that averages out to about 500 milligrams daily of EPA and DHA. So really, a couple of good salmon meals a week makes a big contribution. But you need to make up the balance with, a supplement and the uh, so let's so if you think you're getting 500 milligrams a day because you're eating fish a couple of times a week then you want to shoot for say 1500 or 1600 milligrams on the other uh, you know to make up the balance so that you're netting about 2000 milligrams and the reason that 2000 milligrams is the number I choose seemingly out of thin air although it's not is because That is the amount that has been identified to most reliably put people at a target red blood cell level of omega-3. There's a test. It's called the omega-3 index. It measures the percentage of the fats in the membrane of a red blood cell and what percentage is EPA and DHA representative of. It should be 8%. If it is 8%, there are a lot of health benefits. We just see a support of health in many different areas of the body. So that's the target level, and that dose is the amount that most adults need to take in to reach that target level. Well, that really does sound like very good advice. Our guest has been Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson, 
Carlson known for their fish oils and for introducing natural vitamin E to the marketplace in 1965. They've got a great track record. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. Have you had your Carlson Norwegian fish oil today? Decades ago, scientists discovered why Greenland Eskimos maintain healthy hearts despite their high-fat diets. The high level of omega-3 oils in their seafood diet protected their hearts. Carlson Norwegian fish oil provides those important omega-3 oils. The same omega-3s from cold water fish support maximum brain power, immune strength, joint comfort, and our vision too. Carlson, the very finest fish oil, is a valuable source of the important omega-3s EPA and DHA. Each teaspoon provides a full 1,600 milligrams of omega-3s. And its purity is guaranteed. Try it on salads and popcorn. It tastes like lemon, not fishy. As for Carlson, the very finest fish oil at finer health food stores today. Domacha, matcha green tea. No calories, a great way to start the day. Domacha, matcha green tea. Hot or cold, the green tea of choice for those on the go. Domacha, matcha green tea. Athletes love domacha. Lovely taste, a great way to start the day. Domacha, matcha green tea. We're back. Thank you for tuning in. To this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and my guest is Melissa Urban. Melissa Urban has a uh, New York Times bestselling cookbook called The Whole 30 Cookbook, and really since uh, 2009, millions of people literally have successfully completed the Whole 30 program with really some very impressive results. And Melissa has some really excellent. Uh, the books are excellent, and she has a number of cookbooks and audio work and has a big team around her doing very good work on wellness in a way that when I did some research, I was very impressed with how direct and how nicely done it is. Uh, Melissa Urban, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. I'm very happy to have you on. Now, you have you have done many good things with your work on nutrition, and one of the things that I found very – I was very pleased to see is – when you tell people on the 30-day program to, you know, what to do for 30 days, what you suggest they do for 30 days to get some great results, the very first thing you mention is no processed sugar, real or artificial. Now, to me, that always strikes me as the absolutely foundation idea, and I'm glad that you so directly mention that to your listeners. Yeah, you know, the Whole30 is a, a, it's not a weight loss diet. It's not, uh, you know, about a detox or a cleanse. It really is a self-experiment designed to help people figure out which foods work best for them. And as part of this self-experiment, we're asking you for 30 days to eliminate foods that can be really commonly problematic for things like your cravings, your metabolism and hormonal balance your digestion, and your immune system. And added sugar tends to be one of those foods, particularly when it comes to our relationship with food, that can be 
incredibly problematic. So we pull it out for 30 days and see what happens. We add it back in at the end of the 30 days, and it allows you to compare your experience and see, you know, whether sugar has a place or what kind of place it might have in your daily, everyday diet. Right. And to me, that really sounds like such very good advice for people not to eat processed sugar. And the fact that you take a very strong position not to eat processed sugar for a 30-day trial is, I think, something that really helps people to get excellent results. And when people read an idea, learn about the idea, they probably hadn't heard of it before, learn the idea, and then put the time in, because it takes a certain amount of time for the idea to manifest, people can see that in 30 days without eating processed sugar, they feel more energetic, more focused, less stiff, probably lost a little weight. So it's a great, important idea, but it's really the foundation idea. And then I also notice that you suggest no alcohol in any form, not even for cooking, for 30 days. Now that, I think, is very good advice health-wise, but also, is that something, have you seen a lot to push back on that? Do some of your readers object to that? You know, it's interesting. I think a lot of people come to the Whole30 and think, wow, I'm going to have a hard time giving up my wine or giving up my beer. You know, that's going to be the hardest thing. And then what we find is that as they get into the program, they realize they don't miss it as much as they thought they did. And at the end of the 30 days, when you bring it back in, many people say, I don't really want to go back to drinking the way that I was used, that I used to drink. It you know, was impacting my sleep. It was impacting my mood, my motivation. I felt like I didn't have control over the habit. You know, even if I wasn't drinking too much, I felt like I still needed that glass of wine to cope. And I've now learned other coping mechanisms and so, you know, people definitely do still push back. If you tell people you, you're not drinking right now for whatever reason, people do tend to get very defensive and very judgmental. It's almost like you refusing wine shines a light on maybe their own, you know, relationship with alcohol and how it may not be serving them. But I have offered in the last couple of years a ton of resources for people who want to just say no to alcohol for a little while as part of a self-experiment and see what, what it does for them. Our guest is Melissa Urban, the author of the New York Times bestselling The Whole30 Cookbook, and also a series of Whole30 cookbooks and other books that are very uh, popular, and deservedly so. Melissa seems to really have a feel for the, teaching the subject of wellness. And Melissa, now... In preparation for your interview today, I listened to a number of your videos and audios, and you talked about how you, as a uh, you know a younger girl, you uh, were drinking a modest quantity, but decided no, you had to cut it out, and so you went to rehab successfully, and how when you're on book tours, you decided not to drink, and you found you felt so much better, and your approach to not drinking seemed so contemporary— not at all based on religion or anything else. Not, I'm not putting that down. But your approach just seems to me to be quite modern and not to scare people. I mean, I was just impressed with the way you described your approach to not drinking. It really was just perfect. Thank you. You know, yeah, I am a, a drug addict in recovery. I did go to rehab uh, more than 20 years ago for a drug addiction, and I've given up alcohol for long stretches of time uh, in my recovery, but alcohol was never a part of my addiction. And together with my therapist, we decided that I could still continue to drink casually if I chose. But a couple years ago, I just decided that I was going to do a 30-day no alcohol experiment, just like a whole 30 style, you know, I'm just not drinking right now. And I really like self-experiments. I like this idea of 
you know, playing around with different factors in your life and keeping what suits you and, you know, throwing away what doesn't. And in those 30 days, I realized how little alcohol was contributing to my life. It was a habit, sure. Uh, I liked sitting on the patio with my girlfriends and drinking a glass of wine, but I could... With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sit on the patio and drink a glass of water and just have, you know, as wonderful a time and connect as well with my friends and I would sleep better and wake up with feeling more rested and have more motivation. And, yeah, it was when I went on book tour and decided for the first time in I don't know how many years of touring that I just wasn't going to drink for the entirety of the tour. I felt like I came out of that incredibly stressful experience of traveling nonstop and events and media and um, airplanes. I came out of it so much healthier than I ever had before. And so I just kind of kept rolling on with this experiment. I can't remember the last time I had alcohol. It's been, I don't know, six months, eight months, a year. I'm not really sure. But, yeah, you know, there's no judgment around it. There's no, uh, like you said, it's not a religious decision. It's not like I thought I didn't have a problem with drinking. Like, there are a million valid reasons to just decide not to drink, and none of them have to be because you think you're an alcoholic. Yes, yes, nicely stated. Our guest is Melissa Urban. Melissa Urban is the New York Times best-selling author of the Whole 30 Cookbook and Melissa uh Melissa Urban also has a series of Whole 30 cookbooks and books about uh, nutrition and wellness which are just very nicely done has a big team around her. Melissa, one other thing I also thought was uh actually accurate and important was you actually recommend that for the first 30 days the participants in this new uh, approach uh, cut out all dairy products and you said not just cow's milk but goat milk and sheep milk. Now, why is that? So again, on the whole 30, we are pulling out for 30 days as part of this elimination phase two groups that are commonly problematic across a broad range of people to varying degrees. And the point of the Whole30 is, look, you don't know whether these food groups are going to be problematic for you unless you pull them out, reintroduce them, and compare your experience. Dairy is one of those food groups that are it's very commonly problematic, whether it is the casein, the, the dairy protein that can be inflammatory in the gut, whether it's the whey protein that can lead to digestive distress, whether it's lactose and inability to properly digest. Um, you know, it's very closely correlated, not causative, but correlated with things like asthma and seasonal allergies. So, you know, knowing that dairy can be problematic for so many people, eliminate it for 30 days, add it back in, and see how it works for you. Yes, no, I, com- I completely agree with that. Uh, our guest is Melissa Urban, the author of the New York Times bestselling book, uh, The Whole 30 Cookbook, and Melissa Urban has a series of excellent books as well. Melissa, may I ask you, when you were a teenage girl, uh, were you an athlete? Were you involved with wellness at all? When did you become in- involved with the idea of food as a healing tool? 
it wasn't until I was out of rehab for my drug addiction and realized that if I was going to maintain my recovery, I needed to change everything about my life. I had spent the last five years on drugs, not obviously not exercising, caring about what I ate. I drank, I smoked. Um, and when I got out of rehab, I decided that I was going to start exercising, paying attention to what I ate. I got a new job. I made new like-minded friends. You know, I, I really did a complete overhaul of my life, and that's where I really found the passion and a love for fitness and nutrition. Yeah, that's that's listen, that's that's really very impressive. It's it's really an impressive story, and I guess that is the reason that you have been able to be so successful with your books and your tours and your coaching because people can relate to your information. It really is remarkably well stated and also if i can say this it's also very hardcore and it's very hard to give people hardcore advice don't eat sugar don't use dairy don't drink alcohol because people really usually hate that and um it's impressive that you have been giving this what i consider first class advice and people actually listen to you well you know thank you so much i appreciate that i do think that sharing so openly my background with addiction and recovery has made me a bit more relatable and trustworthy because when people come to me and say, you don't understand what it's like to feel out of control with food or to feel addicted to sugar, I can say I actually do because from a psychological perspective, I don't think drugs or and food are that different. Mm-hmm. You know, we also, this double 30 can be very, it's very strict in its rules as any elimination diet is, but we approach it with so much empathy, so much compassion, so much support, so much of a, of a you-can-do-this empowering attitude. It's not a boot camp. It's not a hazing. You know, this program is really designed to remind you that you can do hard things and that you are worth keeping this promise to yourself. Yes. Yes, I, I, I agree. Our guest is Melissa Urban, author of the New York Times bestselling book, uh, The Whole30 Cookbook, and a series of Whole30 uh, cookbooks and other books on nutrition and wellness that are really very nicely done and really quite contemporary. Melissa, I also noticed that you also suggest that people avoid legumes, including uh, you know beans and peas, red pinto beans, etc., also, you don't like people who use tofu or tempeh initially, a miso, uh, no peanut butter. Now, that actually is also, I think, good advice for most people is, once again, is, is because people are allergic to the, they're not, they're maybe If not full allergic, they are sensitive to these products and they do better when they avoid them. Is that your thinking? You know, again, legumes like beans, uh, soy, peanuts, they can be problematic. Soy and peanuts in particular are incredibly allergenic. They're mm-hmm. on the top eight kind of highest allergen list. And often people maybe don't realize the negative effect that, that food, those foods are having until they do an elimination protocol. Beans like black beans and chickpeas tend to be the least problematic for folks, but they do contain a high amount of fermentable carbohydrates and can cause digestive distress. So mm-hmm. we're not saying these foods are bad and you should never eat them. We're saying they can be problematic. Why don't you do our little self-experiment, figure out how they work for you, and if they work well for you, then you include them in part of your healthy, ongoing, you know, sustainable diet. Well, that, that once again, very good advice. Our guest is Melissa Urban, author of the New York Times bestselling uh, book, The Whole30 Cookbook. And Melissa Urban has a variety of excellent books available as well and a big team around her who helps us uh, with our nutrition questions and wellness questions. Melissa, please tell the listeners of Here's to Your Health what a good, healthy breakfast, lunch, and dinner would be based on your thinking. 
Yeah, so on the Whole30, you're going to eat meals that are going to look incredibly familiar. It's not weird diet food. You're not restricting calories. You're not counting calories. So breakfast, for example, would be, you know, scrambled eggs, maybe a piece or two of crispy bacon. You've got a sweet potato hash with peppers and onions and maybe a slice of avocado on the side or a few berries on the side. For lunch, you could do, oh, let's see. Okay, so for lunch yesterday, I had this big dish of chicken. Uh, I happened to make some roasted butternut squash. I threw some jalapeno in there. I did a homemade kind of like green salsa dressing, and that was my big lunch. And then for dinner, um, my son's favorite dinner is ground meat. So whether it's ground beef or ground chicken or turkey with a bunch of diced vegetables and some pasta sauce, and we'll serve that over zucchini noodles or spaghetti squash. So all really familiar, hearty meals. Well, those all sound like very good uh good meals, tasty meals, but also really healthy. Because I noticed that by using animal protein with every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that you really help a person keep their blood sugar stable. And so they have nice mental focus and energy evenly over the course of the day. Is that kind of one of the underlying thoughts? Absolutely, yes. We do advocate for animal protein with each meal. Not a huge amount. We're not carnivorous. Mm -hmm. You know, just an amount that would be technically actually quite in line with the U.S. dietary recommendations. But animal protein, complete protein, keeps you satiated. So it's what keeps you from getting hungry an hour and a half after your meal. It gives you that nice, steady energy. And it is going to have a positive impact, especially compared to really high-carb meals like oatmeal and fruit on blood sugar regulation. Yeah, blood sugar is very important. Melissa, we have about a minute left. Our guest is Melissa Urban, author of the New York Times bestselling cookbook, The Whole30 Cookbook, and Melissa has a series of other excellent books as well. Where can listeners of Here's to Your Health contact you to find out more about your important work? So everything is just available at Whole30, W-H-O-L-E, and then number 30. The Whole30 program is available for free on our website. You don't have to buy anything to do the program except the food you're going to eat. So you can go to Whole30.com. We're very active on Instagram at Whole30, Facebook, Twitter. We've got a free Whole30 forum, tons of PDF resources like a shopping list and a pantry stocking guide, everything you need right there. Well, that sounds very good. Our guest has been Melissa Urban, the author of the New York Times bestselling book, The Whole 30 Cookbook. And Melissa Urban has an has a excellent website. Those of you interested in wellness, if you please check out The Whole 30 uh, website, that's Melissa Urban's site, you'll get some really, really excellent information, nicely presented, some very good audio, very good video Excellent recipes, really worthwhile. It's been a great pleasure to have Melissa Urban on the show, and this is Josh Lane. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. 
Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And it's a great pleasure to have uh, Mark Allen and Servette Hassan on the show at this time. And Mark and Servette have written a new book called Growing Old Sucks But Doesn't Have To. And the book is fun and it has a lot of very good information. And since I know Mark Allen and since he and I are the same age, I thought it'd be fun to have Mark and Servette on the show to talk about their new book, just recently uh, released on Amazon called Growing Old Sucks But Doesn't Have To, about we over the age of 50, and some of us way beyond 50, what we can do to maintain our vitality and have a great quality of life. So Mark, my question for you is, since it's such a big topic, let's start out with something near and dear to my heart, the use of supplementation. How do you like to use, what is your favorite supplements for we who are over 50? Well, before before I do that, thanks for uh, having us on the show. And I just need to correct you, Josh. You're a lot older than I am. Uh-huh. I'm only 38. Okay, okay. I'm, so, oh, I'm sorry. You have such a great head of hair. You know, I just thought, you know, okay, whatever. Okay, sorry, 38. Let me uh, 39, but okay. Um, uh, I think supplements are, are terrific. I think one of the most important supplements, and keep in mind, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I talk for a living, you know, and... What I've gathered from talking to to experts uh, over the years is that vitamin D, vitamin D3, is probably the most important vitamin. At least it seems to me to me. You may differ because you do a lot of research on this, Josh. But to me, vitamin D, it's it's good for just about everything. It has. They keep finding more and more ways that vitamin D helps keep us strong. And the big thing is that doctors, a lot of people, say, hey, don't go out in the sun. The sun, of course, on your skin makes vitamin D. It's probably the best way of doing it. But people are afraid of cancer, skin cancer, and they're afraid of getting, you know, sunburn. It hurts. So they they put on sunscreen, and that prevents of the, the process of vitamin D manufacturing in the body. So I think vitamin D is really an important uh, supplement. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Mark. Our guest is Mark Allen, who, in addition with his co-author, Servette Hassan, has written an excellent new book called Growing Old Sucks But Doesn't Have To. Mark, on the vitamin D, how much vitamin D do you recommend we as adults use per day? I can't make a recommendation. I think it's. Uh, I think people need to be tested. They need to talk to their um, primary uh, uh, healthcare professional. Um, I'm taking. I think I'm taking five thousand a day right now. Personally, that's what I take. Josh, what do you take? 
Actually, I use 5,000. That seems to be the standard suggested amount of vitamin D per day. And, of course, it is really very good for us. And only within the past, I don't know, five or six, seven years has vitamin D become uh, so widely accepted. Before that, it was rather kind of a little bit of an orphan. It was not uh, really being talked about particularly, which was unfortunate. But things are changing for the better. Uh, Servette, my question for you is, uh, as the Mm co-author of the book, uh, what about the use of processed sugar. Is that, in your opinion, one of the prime reasons why we are unhealthy? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Sugar is not good for you. It may be sweet, but it's not um, for your body. I just think that processed sugar is, um, especially refined sugar, it can lead to all kinds of health problems, headaches, low energy uh, inflammation in your body, cutting sugar out of your diet is one of the best things you can do for yourself. It decreases your inflammation, it boosts your energy level, and it just improves, believe it or not, your ability to focus. Your brain works better without sugar. Yes. So I'm not a big fan. Yes. Um, I think it's good to cut as you age. I mean, even things like alcohol. Uh, that increase, increases uh, your sugar level. As you age, as you get over 50, you know, cutting back, you, everything in moderation is fine, but you should cut back on as much sugar as you possibly can. Our guest is uh, Servette Hassan, who, addition, who with Mark Allen, they, in combination, the two authors wrote the book Growing Old Sucks But It Doesn't Have To, which is really a nicely done, uh, just came out on Amazon, really a good book uh, about wellness, and it's fun to read as well. Now, Servette, if you're not going to eat processed sugar, is it okay for us to eat fresh fruit? I mean, people want something sweet. What do you recommend? Well, it, again, in moderation. I mean, too many bananas are- you know, can make you a monkey brain, you know. So sure. I think you need to keep your just, I really honestly, I think good fruit, fresh fruits are good for you. I mean, but you have to keep the sugar levels down and try to keep away from things that have more sugar than others, like um, strawberries, pineapples, things that are just, you know. Um, there are some fruits that are lower in sugar, uh, but be careful. Just don't don't overdo Right. No, I completely agree with that. I also noticed that both uh, you and Mark both mentioned uh, mm-hmm. to buy fruits and vegetables that are non-GMO and that are organically grown. So is that something that you personally found to be a valuable idea? Absolutely. I'm a cancer survivor. I'm very careful about everything I put in my body, but also on my body, because whatever we put on our skin it is absorbed into our body immediately. Our skin is the biggest organ of our whole body. So I'm, I'm, I use organic, I even use organic shampoo. I mean, everything, makeup, shampoo, and so everything going in me and on me. I try to keep it as clean as possible. Our guest is Servette Hassan and Mark Allen. Mark Allen is the uh, host of Late Night Health with Mark Allen, which is heard on many radio stations uh, throughout the United States. Uh, now, Servette, I do have an additional question for you. Having been a mm-hmm. cancer patient and recovered, that must have been a very a difficult time in your life. In retrospect, mm-hmm. were you not careful? I mean, what do you think was the, rash, the reason that you developed cancer? I, you know, God only knows. I, um, uh, you know, I think that I had a very rare form of ovarian cancer. Mine had something to do with menopause, and 
aging in general, but I don't think I ate well before. I meditated. I was really good about keeping my stress levels down. I don't know what did it. I just think it was part of my DNA. I mean, I think that everything happens for a reason, and it taught me more about life in those uh, couple of years that I went through surgery and chemotherapy. Uh, you know, in two years, I learned more than I did in 50 years. So, I mean, it, it taught me a lot. Well, sometimes when you go through a very difficult period of time, you recognize, okay, you learn a great deal from that terrible uh, stress. Uh, you learn what you don't want to happen to you, and you realize you have to be maybe more proactive. I mean, there's really a great deal to learn. It is, a, obviously, in retrospect, a very difficult time in your life. Mark, you have mentioned in your book that as a, as a high school kid, you really were not much of an exerciser. Uh, and uh, But now that you're older, do you try to incorporate exercise into your regime? Yeah, let's pass this question on. No, I um, I try. Uh, I've been I've been doing light weights a couple of times a day, um, and doing um, uh, 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 bicep curls, and it it makes me feel good. And I think that it's it it, it helps me focus. Uh, I'm spending almost all day on meetings and. Um, writing and editing and thinking about another book and making, you know, but I'm sitting. And sitting is, as you know, Josh, is the is the new cocaine or the new uh, heroin, uh, along with sugar. And so I know I should exercise more. I got up this morning and I said, I'm going to go for a walk. And I came into my office and sat down and I haven't left the seat since. Right. And that's been five hours, four hours. Right, right. Well, when you work for a living... You, exercising, everybody should. You no, know, exercise is very valuable. And uh, so you now, having written this book, uh, Growing Old Sucks But It Doesn't Have To, written by, again, Mark Allen and Servet Hassan, uh, it's a brand new book just out on Amazon. Uh, you can get it on Kindle as well. Uh, now, what was it that you, in researching the book, Mark, what was it that you really learned that you thought, oh my goodness, I really need to focus more on that. I just kind of been ignoring it. What was the area in wellness that you were just kind of not focused on? Well, I think you just hit it. Uh, the exercise, we talked to, uh, I talked to a number of people as we were writing the book, and exercise is, is really the fountain of youth, uh, along with supplementation. And I know that personally, I need to get off my butt and go for a walk at least twice a day and do a couple of miles. And I have not been doing that. I couldn't do it, but I just, I haven't. I, I just, I, you know, I, it's an old joke. I sit down and wait till the, the feeling goes away and <laughs> right. move on. Right, right, right. Who said that? Well, I walk, I do walk because I have a dog. And uh, I think Mark Twain said, walk your dog even if you don't have one. Huh. So it forces me up and out, and I walk three miles a day. Well, three miles a day, I think, is yeah, a very is a very good amount. No, and Servette, our guest is Servette Hassan, an author of the book mm -hmm. "Growing Old Sucks But Doesn't Have to." Walking three miles a day keeps the body nice and toned. Also, I find when I walk, which I try to do regularly, that it's very good for mood. When you come home after walking three miles or whatever you're walking, you realize you just kind of feel much more relaxed. Is Servette? Do you notice that as well? Oh, yes, absolutely. It's part of my meditation. 
I, you know, I like, I rarely walk with anybody else except my dog because my dog doesn't talk <laughs> to me. <laughs> and it's nice because it is a very kind of meditative state of mind where I go into sort of a, I'm at peace. I don't think about things. I don't worry about things. I just try to keep myself calm and enjoy the, the scenery and what's going on around me. I had a gentleman this morning, a stranger, caught me smelling some roses. And he said, I love that you're smelling roses. And I said, you know, I walk past this rose bush garden every morning and I always stop to smell them. And, and he thought that was great. But I do do that every day. I think, you know, also for women, they say that 10,000 steps a day is what it takes to keep your body away from osteoporosis. So, um, you know, it really does help. So even if you're not walking out on the street, 10,000 steps, it's good for everybody. Yes, no, the exercise is very good. Our guests this morning are Mark Allen and Servette Hassan, and those two are the authors of a brand new book called Growing Old Sucks, but it doesn't have to. Kind of a funny title, but a very nicely done book. Servette, let me ask you the question. I noticed uh, in reading your book that you mentioned uh, you were once uh, in bed with your, your boyfriend, and he said to you, oh my goodness, my eyelashes are gray. And uh, you, that, that was, I thought, that was very kind of interesting. Uh, and uh, so yeah. the fact that we're older now, over the age of 50 or over the age of 60, whatever age we are, so how do you address the body image issues, which really all of us, I think, struggle with? Well, the funny thing about that was is his eyelashes have been gray for two years. <laughs> he just never noticed. And that's why I was like, oh, he just figured that out. You know, I was like... You know, we're, our bodies are going to change. Nothing is where it used to be in, on my body, for sure. I'm right. 62, and, and trust me, nothing is quite where it was. But I have learned to just accept myself. I think that's what happens as we That's just this blessing in aging. And that's kind of what the book is about. There's a quote in the book that I used from uh, David Bowie where he said, aging is an extraordinary process where you become the person you always should have been. It's like you're free to be you. So at some point, you know, things are not quite where they used to be. You just don't care anymore. You know, it's just not going to bother you anymore, or it shouldn't. And that's what kind of what the book is about. It's just be you. Be the best you you can be so that you can live the most extraordinary part of the rest of your life. Well, uh, uh, that was Servette Hassan, who, who with Mark Allen wrote the book, Growing Old Sucks But Doesn't Have To. Servette, I completely agree with that, and I also did like that David Bowie uh, a quote from your book, but really, as we do get older, we do have issues with, I guess, body image, and I guess when we are healthier and feel better about ourselves emotionally, we recognize, okay, so I'm 60 now, I'm 62, I'm 70 years old now, so I don't look like I did when I was, uh, say, 24, and that's really okay, mm -hmm. uh, but it really, I guess it takes some... Uh, I'll use the word work, but I guess maybe you need to read some authors or chat with important friends who can help guide you on that. Am I, otherwise, you kind of run off on a tangent in which you think, oh, my goodness, look at me. I'm an older person now. I mean, it is a big issue for most people, isn't it? Right. It is. I agree with that. But I think that if you could, you know, because you do see a lot of people, especially women, who are trying to dress and act like they did when they were in their 20s, and it just, when you get to your 50s or 60s, it just looks ridiculous. Yes, you know, it, does. it just looks inappropriate yeah. to be yeah. walking around in clothes <laughs> that you would have worn 
as a teenager or someone younger. And so I think you just have to kind of work with what you've got and, you know, just pay attention to trends and styles so that you stay up to date without, you stay current without, um, you know, without looking like you're trying. And so you take what you've got and you make the best of it. That's yes. what I think. What about you, Mark? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, inside, I feel like I'm 25. And we all know that I act like a kid. However, I'm not. So when I get up in the morning and look in the mirror, I don't wear my glasses. I look a lot better that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That works for me. That works for me. Our guest is Mark Allen and Servet Hassan, and they are the authors of Growing Old Sucks But It Doesn't Have To. It's a brand new book out. So, Mark, where can listeners of Here's To Your Health get a copy of Growing Old Sucks But It Doesn't Have To? We have a special right now. If you have a Kindle or an iPad or an iPhone or even uh, uh, an Android, you can go to, uh, you go to uh, Amazon.com. Type in Growing Old Sucks, and our book will pop up, and you can get it for 99 cents. 99 cents. It's not going to last for much longer at that price, but it, it's, it's available right now. It's an instant download, and really, we think this is, this is a, a, a fun book. There's a lot of humor in it, but there's a lot of really good things about it. Um, both Shervet and I uh, spent a lot of time on it. Uh, mostly, Shervet spent time kicking me in my tush so I would write it. But um, uh, it, it's been a labor of love. Well, that's right. Not... And can I just mention that we do have a website? It's growingoldsucks.com. Growingoldsucks.com. If you go there, you can also order the hardcover, the paperback, or the Kindle on that website as well, and, and we've also got some interesting information about us and the book and a little video. It's very cute. Well, that sounds very good. Our guests have been Mark Allen and Sarah Hassan, authors of the brand new book, Growing Old Sucks But Doesn't Have To. Having just read the book, it's fun and has a lot of good information. I think you'll enjoy reading it. It's a very valuable book. Again, the book is Growing Old Sucks But Doesn't Have To. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. And we'll be right back after these important messages. Hello, green tea lovers. It's John Harrison, Do Matcha, Matcha Green Tea founder. Matcha Green Tea is the richest natural source of L-theanine, the amino acid that helps to create a positive mood. Do Matcha, Matcha Green Tea tastes great. Drink a cup for breakfast and see the difference. Do Matcha, Matcha Green Tea, richest natural source of L-theanine, one teaspoon per cup, no calories. This is John Harrison. Do Matcha Green Tea founder. Thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.